Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast, a conversation developed to help young ministers and young leaders pursue excellence. I'm Nate Whitley, Associate Pastor of First Apostolic Church in Knoxville, Tennessee. For more information, go to nswhitley.com. This episode is Dear Young Preacher, about that sermon you preached. I hope you find great value in this episode. Welcome back to the Cut It Straight Podcast. I'm Nate Whitley. In this episode, it's Dear Young Preacher, about that sermon you preached. You're in the car driving home. The smile on your face as you interacted with people following the service hid the preoccupation of your thoughts. There was pain in your heart even while there was a smile on your face. You just laid an egg, or as we say sometimes in our movement, you dropped the watermelon. At least you feel like you just dropped the watermelon or laid an egg in your preaching. How do you process that? After almost 16 years of preaching, let me give you a few things that I'm learning and still striving to practice. First of all, don't beat yourself up. Sermons don't always go over the way you think they should. Sometimes as you are preparing a sermon, you're you're thinking through your thoughts and your outline. You envision how that sermon is going to be delivered and how it's going to be received. And so when you get to that moment of preaching behind the pulpit and the delivery doesn't match what you envision and the reception of the sermon isn't, uh, isn't what you envision either, you feel like it's just not going over the way you think they should. But sometimes... What we envision is really not reality. So you just have to preach what God has given you, what you studied, and you have to deliver it. And even though the reception might not be how you, uh, you dreamt it up or you thought it would happen, most sermons don't. But what you have to understand is that we are in the sowing and the watering business in preaching. So don't beat yourself up. Sermons don't always go over the way you think they should. Next, it was probably better than you realized. Most sermons hit their target even if it doesn't show initially. I remember one time preaching at a church when I was evangelizing. It really felt like the church wasn't responding to what I was saying, and I felt very discouraged. And a, uh, a sister in the church, an elder sister in the church, came to me and said, Brother Whitley, we may not say amen, we might not say hallelujah, we may not verbally respond. She said, but we are listening and we are receiving what God has given you. So it was probably better than I even realized. Most sermons hit their target, even if it doesn't show initially. Next, it probably wasn't as good as you thought either. Go listen to your sermon and see where you could improve. A lot of times we may not uh, think it was as good as we realized, but sometimes too, it may not be as good as we thought either. So go back and listen to your sermon and see where you could improve. Now, there may have been a great response to your sermon, and you may have got some good feedback from uh, participants in the audience, 
but please make sure you go and see how you can improve your preaching every time you preach. Next, your sermon didn't save anybody. Only Jesus can save. Remember that. You don't heal anybody. You don't deliver anybody. You don't save anybody. You're only the preacher. You're the conduit. You're the thing that God uses. You're simply the vessel. And you have to understand your place. Too many preachers uh, put themselves in, in God's place. But God will not share His glory with another. You're simply the vessel, the conduit of God's Word and Spirit. You don't save anybody. Do we have a, a task to do as preachers? Certainly. But if people don't respond, if people don't get saved, if people do get saved, that's not on us. We are simply to deliver the Word, plant the seed of the Word of God, and let God give the increase. Dear young preacher, your prayer, study, and sermon prep were definitely used of the Lord to do His work. Now remember that. You don't save anybody. You don't heal anybody. But your time and effort put in the prayer closet at the study, opening up the, God, uh, opening up the Word of God and books and writing it down and putting it together. Yes, God uses that. He uses that. And that's why it's very important uh, that we put in the time and the effort to do those things. So your study your, and your prayer and your sermon prep were definitely used of the Lord for Him to do His work of saving people. Dear young preacher, don't let people's praise of your sermon go to your head. Allow it to humble you. Please understand that there are people who will always give you a good compliment. Your mom, your dad, your grandparents, probably your wife, uh, your kids. Uh, don't let that go to your head. And there might be people in your church that might say, hey, great job, that was the best sermon I've ever heard in my entire life, and that should be preached at a conference, and you should be preaching all the conferences with, with that type of preaching. And you're going to hear those types of things. Just don't let it go to your head. Instead, let it humble you. Let it humble your, your, your heart. Let it humble uh, your flesh that God has used you uh, in this type of moment to, to minister to people. Uh, don't, 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 uh, be, don't, don't become addicted to praise either. Uh, too many preachers are addicted to praise. Uh, they need that constant affirmation or applause uh, for their sermons. So uh, don't get addicted to that. Don't let that be a dopamine hit to your ministry because there's going to be times when you don't get those applause, especially if you're preaching on uh, tough subjects and tough topics. Uh, so don't, uh, don't let people's praise of your sermon go to your head. And let me just give you this piece of advice too, dear young preacher. Um, those who butter you up with compliments are usually the same ones who will chew you up and spit you out. Uh, so let someone's praise of your sermon and ministry go in one ear and out the other, but don't ever let it get to your heart. Next, dear young preacher, don't let people's criticism of your sermon go to your heart. Allow it to humble you. So just uh, on the opposite end of that last one, don't let their praise go to your heart. Also, don't let their criticism go to your heart. People can be cruel. Uh, people can be cynical. Uh, people can be sarcastic. I can't tell you how many times I've had people come up to me after a sermon and say, oh, you know what you left out? And, oh, there could have been this. And, oh, did you know what you said? And you had a slip of the tongue and you said something you shouldn't have said. And, uh, and, and sometimes that could be so demoralizing. 
but allow that to humble you as well, that people are people. So the same people who give you praise can also be the same people who criticize your sermon. So don't let that go to your heart either. Just do the work of the Lord. And let me say this, just keep doing the Lord's work. It's worth it even if you if only one person receives. I remember making that my prayer uh, early in my ministry when I would prepare a sermon, I had an opportunity to preach. Lord, if it's just one person who hears what I say, if there's just one person who receives your word tonight, if there's just one person who's encouraged or touched, it's worth the fasting, it's worth the prayer, it's worth the time and the study, it's worth it. Just one person receives it. And that's how you have to feel about preaching and ministry. That it's, it's still the Lord's work. You're doing it not as unto men, but as unto the Lord. It's to bring Him glory and not you glory. It's to bring Christ's glory, not the crowd's glory. You are to minister God's word as God's servant. So dear young preacher, I hope uh, I've helped you uh, about that sermon you preached last night, last week, last month. Don't beat yourself up over it. Uh, don't let it go to your heart. Just keep doing the Lord's work. Thanks for tuning in to the Cut It Straight podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Connect with me on Instagram, Twitter, and be sure to go to my website, nswhitley.com, and we'll see you the next time on the Cut It Straight podcast.